Hey everyone, welcome into another episode of the JWB Dynasty Digest, where we give you a consumable dynasty perspective. I am Wyatt, here to review some trades that were sent in to us from Twitter. But before I do that, if you enjoy our content at all, if you're not subscribed yet, please subscribe. It really helps us. Also, jump in the Discord. It'll, the link will be in the description. There's lots of stuff going on in there every day. Plenty of mock drafts, rookie mock drafts, helping you get prepared for those real rookie drafts when they come to town. And before we get to those trades, let's roll the intro. He has the hearts of a lot of fantasy players. I like it a lot, honestly. I like I'm I'm in for death, taxes, and the 2022 water receiver class. I like what you were saying, Skylar. No player is completely untouchable. I think you guys really I had not I have not really heard this yet. I listen to a lot of pods and I have not heard this yet. Well done, gentlemen. I'm really impressed. All right, so for all these trades, every single one I'm going through, they're all for Superflex League. So keep that in mind. I'm going to keep that in mind as I go through that. This first one is a doozy. On one side, we've got Deshaun Watson, the 112, the 107, and 24 second. On the other side, we've got Brandon Ayuk, Trey Lance, the 24 first, and the 205. Um, this one was actually kind of easy to me once I can kind of compartmentalize it. I look at this as a Sean Watson for Trey Lance and a 24 first. I think that's about equal. I think there's going to be some dispute on that with people's feelings under Sean Watson. I think he is a first round startup pick in super flex leagues. I think the talent's still there. Um, you know, I think we have to just realize that two years off is going to be, make someone really rusty. I think the talent's still there for Deshaun Watson. There's also been talk about the Browns changing their offense to better suit Deshaun Watson's skill, putting him back in the shotgun more, which really wasn't a thing in the Browns offense previous to him being there um, with a full year of them, you know, getting it, getting him ready. I think he's going to be back to his old self or at least close to it. And then, um, after that, I'd rather have the one of seven than Brandon Ayuk. I really like Brandon Ayuk. But in that offense, you know, when there's so many um, other people that are commanding targets, you know, there's one of the best uh, skill position groups in the entire NFL on the 49ers there. And with Trey Lance, I think likely to be the starter next year, it's probably going to be less passing in the offense than there has been in the past. So despite really liking Brandon I like the player, I've been consistently lower on him in Dynasty. I'll take that 107 over him. So then after that, it's the 112 and 24 second against the 205. And then, I mean, obviously, that's the 112 and the, 20, and the 24 second. So it makes it easy for the Deshaun Watson side for me. This next trade, we've got Brandon Cooks, Amari Cooper, and Juju Smith-Schuster going up against Noah Fant, Tyler Algier, and 24 second. I thought this trade was really even. I think the best asset in it for me is Amari Cooper, closely followed by Tyler Algier, then the 24 second. Then we've got Brandon Cooks and Juju Smith-Schuster, and finally Noah Fant is the, the one kind of sticking up the rear there in, in terms of the assets here in this trade. So looking at it, you know, all the wide receivers on one side, the other assets on the other side, this looks like a trade between two people who are looking specific things for their teams. I think it's quite even. If I had to personally pick a side, I would go with the wide receiver side just because I think that they hold the value the easiest. I really like Tyler Algier, but yeah, there is some concern if they add to that backfield with him. And like I said, I think Amari Cooper is the best asset in the trade. And normally that helps me sway in uh, my decision and, and pick a side there. All right, this next one, we've got Jalen Hurts in the 304 for Jared Goff, Michael Pittman, the 104. 
Um, I think this one is really close. That is requisite value, I'd say, to get Jalen Hurts. You know, three or four is kind of just a throw-in. Um, I'm in on Michael Pittman. I know some people aren't. I, I think there's uh, still reason to be excited about Michael Pittman. He still commands targets at a good rate. Um, unfortunately, this QB situation there last year really hampered his production. But we know that they're going out really trying to upgrade, whether that be a rookie or a veteran. It's probably going to be a rookie. Uh, but I, I think they are going to upgrade there for him. And I, I still am very much into Michael Pittman. Um, with it being so close, I'm just going to normally default to the best asset in the trade, which is easily Jalen Hurts. So I'm going to pick Jalen Hurts on this one. Our next trade, another Jalen Hurts trade, Jalen Hurts and Keenan Allen for Jamar Chase, Rashad Bateman, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, a pretty big trade here. Um, you know, looking at this again, this is similar to last trade where I came out thinking that it's fairly similar. Uh, I like Jamar, uh, Jalen Hurts a little bit more than Jamar Chase. I like Rashad Bateman a little bit more than Keelan Allen. Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know, it, it's it's tough with Aaron Rodgers. He's late valued, late QB2 to me. Um, is he still going to play? We still don't know after his darkness retreat. If he plays, how much longer is he playing? That will always be a concern for him. Um, again, came out kind of even for me personally. And whenever that happens, I'm going to default to the best player in the trade. And to me, that's Jalen Hurts. I, I truly believe Jalen Hurts is QB3. Like, there's no discussion to me. And I would not fault anybody for saying that he's in the same tier as Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes at this point. Um, he's not quite there for me, but he's clearly the next guy up. Um, so push come to shove, I would take the Jalen Hurts side of this trade. This next one. The 104 and 24 second for George Pickens and the 109. Um, before I really get into this, I am definitely lower on George Pickens than the consensus. I think he is a talented player. I think he's a little bit in kind of the Mike Williams, Gabe Davis mold of type of player. Um, a little bit more just kind of a down, I don't want to say just a downfield threat, but that's where he really does the most of his work, working a little bit downfield. Not a complete route tree necessarily. Uh, can still be really good. I, I mean, he's... Obviously, very talented. Some of the insane catches he's made uh, as a rookie were really impressive. But, you know, you have to think about he was starting from day one, you know, running a lot of routes, um, but wasn't really commanding a lot of targets throughout the year. So you have to think, okay, why was that? Why was he not commanding enough targets even later into the year when he's been playing the entire time? Gives me a little bit of concern. Uh, so it makes me wonder, you know, what's if he's ever going to really command targets at a high rate and that kind of, you know, hampers his ceiling a little bit to me. So with that said, uh, I look at him being valued somewhere in a late first for the 2023 rookie drafts. And I would trade a late first in the 109 for the 104, getting up into a completely different tier of players. So with that said, the 24 second kind of just seals the deal for me. I would take the 104 and the 24 second. All right, this next one, Christian McCaffrey. Deontay Johnson, 312 for Logan Thomas, Damian Harris, 206, 24 first, 25 first, and $100 a fab thrown in there. I see a sweet in the pot. Okay, so this one's another one, a lot of pieces, so I try to compartmentalize it, break it down a little bit. And the way I looked at it was, okay, we've got two firsts for Christian McCaffrey, and then probably Deontay Johnson for the 206, Damian Harris, Logan Thomas. The $100 in fab is nice, but it really, you know, really doesn't really affect the trade here. That's the same thing as like a fourth or a fifth round rookie pick. It's not really swaying anything here. Um, I'm assuming, you know, looking at this, that this is a competing team and a non-competing team making a deal, both getting something that they're looking for in the deal. So 
good on these guys or boys, girls, women, whoever, uh, for making this trade. You know, it looks like each person got what they're looking for in this trade. Um, with that said, I like the Christian McCaffrey side. I always tend to lean towards more of a win now, just in general. Uh, uh, you know, I like to win. Um, I, I So I tend to always lean that way a little bit more. Um, I like Christian McCaffrey a good bit. I think I'm a little bit higher than him. And I'm definitely higher in Deontay Johnson than consensus currently. Uh, I know he had a really bad year last year, but he still commanded targets at a really high rate. And I'm always going to continue to bet on a player like that who, no matter what, continues to just earn volume after, you know, over and over again. So that with the 312, I mean, the 312 is essentially just throw in again. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to go for the more elite pieces in this trade. Our next trade, the 111 for Jamichael Hasty, Brock Purdy in the 203. So this trade is basically someone adding on Brock Purdy, you know, to move up from the 203 to the 111. Jamichael Hasty does not move the needle whatsoever. That's just a tiny little throw in. Um, Brock Purdy is tough. He played really well for the 49ers this year. The 49ers also have an offensive system that really caters itself to success for the QB. They don't have to do much. With that said, I thought Brock Purdy played pretty well, all things considered, as Mr. Irrelevant. Um, was willing to take shots downfield a little bit more than Jimmy Garoppolo did in the offense and was, I think, a little bit better at it. Uh, can maneuver in the pocket really well, but more or less, he's just kind of, you know, running the offense that's there for him, hitting the guy that he's supposed to on the that's designed on that play. Um, and like I said, for the earlier trade, I think Trey Lance is going to be starting for the 49ers. Um, Brock Purdy, that elbow injury, it, there's hope that he can be ready by the start of the season. I have my doubts. So with that said, I think Brock Purdy has a future in the NFL, at least being a valuable backup QB for a team, but that's not that much. Um, I would rather take the 111 in the unknown before the trade happens, just getting up in the, in the, in the draft. If this was during the draft, it could be very different for me, though. The 111 could come, and I could be looking at, you know, the next five players and say, these people are all the same to me. So I'll just move back, gain Brock Purdy, and get the same level of prospect at the 203. So on the clock, this is a different trade, but just before anything happens, I'll just take the 111. For the eighth trade here, we've got today Christian Kirk and Chris Olave for AJ Brown. Um, I'm pretty high on Chris Olave. I I think he's same tier as AJ Brown. Different parts of that tier. I think AJ Brown's at the top of it, and Chris Olave is more in the middle of that tier for me. Uh, but I don't think they're that far apart. And I like Christian Kirk as well. Um, there are a lot of people who think Chris or uh, Calvin Ridley will step in and be the wide receiver one for the Jaguars immediately. I think that's uh, a, a little bit foolish just because he is, you know. He's been away from football for a period of time. He's going to be 29 this year. He's already getting up in age because he was an older rookie coming into the NFL. Um, and Christian Kirk has a full year of playing with Trevor Lawrence, and they had a really good connection. I don't think that just, like, goes away. I think, if anything, they'll be very close when it comes to who has more targets at the end of the year. And honestly, I would, if I had to bet, I would bet that Christian Kirk has more targets than Kevin Ridley for 2023. I like Christian Kirk. I think that's enough for me to pick that side. Um, I I know before in in trades, I've I've said you know if they're even, I would just take the more elite player. In this case, I think that it's not quite even, and the Christian Kirk Chris Olave side is a little bit better. 
Next trade, Jordan Love for a 23 first. This is pretty easy for me. 23 first in a heartbeat. Jordan Love, what we've seen of him hasn't been that great so far. Hopefully he's picked up some skills, but we just really don't know. So I'll I'll take the 23 first. Last trade, Cooper Cup and the 208 for Devontae Adams and a 24 second. Cooper Cup and Devontae Adams are extremely close for me. Very, very similar players. Um, both just aging veterans with really, really good productions profiles uh you're buying production with either of them for this year um i know cooper cup's coming off the injury but um his production is just almost unrivaled when he is healthy and i think he's gonna be coming back healthy so this is really just the 208 versus 24 second to me and for this draft i think i would just want to take the 24 second and hope that that 24 second ends up being a little bit earlier than uh the 208 and uh yeah, I mean, that's that's basically it for me. This is really close. It's just that I, I would take the chance that the 24 second ends up being a little bit earlier. Well, that does it for this trade review episode. As I said in the beginning, if you're not subscribed yet, please do so. Uh, it really helps us, and we're trying to grow, and we're continuing to grow, and you guys doing that really helps us. Uh, like I also said, Discord. The link is in the description. Lots of great stuff going on in there every day, uh, and we've going to be we're going to be having tons of content coming out over the off season. We basically have a Dynasty Digest episode coming out every single day. In addition, we also have our Best Ball Bash live shows on Sundays. It's just tons of content coming out, tons of analysis. You're going to want to be with us through all of it. I'll see you next time.